this out. Welcome to the First Foundation Podcast, Episode 1. And um, I want to introduce myself. I want to tell you kind of about what's going on here and why we're having this podcast. And let's start with why we're having the podcast. Why are we having a podcast? Well, about, I would say, over the last year, I've been, well, praying about it. God has put on my heart. I've been seeing things that have been kind of drawn a concern and uh, looking over social media and all that, um, talking to other individuals and all that who are Christians. And one thing that I have noticed and I was noticing was that uh, when you look on, on people putting Facebook posts on, putting different types of posts, and one thing they're, they're saying, oh, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, and I'm going to put a post out there and they're uh, writing stuff down, and uh, here, here they come, and they paste something from somebody else, and it has all sorts of profanity and dirty jokes and all this type of thing, yet, um, you know, and I'm over here going, well, what is wrong with this? It, why are Christians acting the way that the world is? And why are they doing that? And here, here's the thing. When God saves our soul and we give our heart to the Lord, we want to please him. And if we read his scripture, he says, and Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Now, the thing is, is that, you know, he's a bearing false witness and uh, committing adultery or murder or stealing or what have you. But also that we are going to, you know, no, let no corrupt communication come out of our mouth or these type of things that the Bible is talking about. And we see a lot of Christians just doing it. I mean, acting like that. And, you know, and the way I figure it is this, and as God has been putting this on my heart, I said, there's either two things or two ways this can go. Either a Christian just doesn't care what God is saying and they're going to live the way they want to, they're going to talk and act the way that they want to, or number two, that there is a lack of understanding, a lack of understanding what God expects of them as a Christian or expects of us, should we say, as Christians when we are in this world. Now, back in the old days when I was growing up as a Christian, we would see uh, there would be a, a strong movement towards witnessing and having a good testimony. And, you know, what does that mean to have a good testimony? Well, uh, you know, when God brought me out of the miry clay, he saved my soul. I was uh, possibly you're a drug addict or something. And you're deep in sin and God saved you. Well, yes, that's great. 
But the thing is, is that as we, as Christians, the responsibility is put on us to, to, to be better, <laughs> to be better than the world, to not follow the things that the world follows. So when, and then when we are projecting our lives before others, I would think that we need to try to achieve a better walk, um, you know, act better, talk better, be above that, not do those type of things that the world would do. And so over the past year, God has been dealing with me and saying, what is the problem here? Well, the problem is that we have at least a generation or generation and a half that have not really been through Christian training. Now, God put on, well, he put on my heart. I keep on saying that, but he did. He put on my heart, and I developed a website, and you can go to it. It's called feetontherock.org. And it's it's out there, and we're going to be doing a lot of things over the year, over the coming years or what have you, on that website to help Christians understand the basic concepts of what Christianity is about. Those basic truths of what God's word is, what we should understand, what we should believe. And you see, because over the last, I would say, generation and a half at least, we have a lot of uh, churches that have just given up on Christian education, on Sunday school. And you know, it's well, we come together, we have our, our massive meetings in the morning or our, our, our church services and praise and worship. And of course, there's a lot of, of push and drive for praise and worship. But you see, praise and worship brings us before God and brings a presence and, and we worship God. But one thing it doesn't do, it doesn't help us with an understanding of what God's basic principles are. And that's why we call this the Foundation Podcast. Because what, we, what is important is that a Christian has a foundation in their life, unshakable. And it brings us back to that parable that Jesus was talking about. And he says that a builder, he built his house upon the rock and another one built upon the sand. And when the storms of life and all that started coming after him and, and coming out, the one that was built on the sand fell. And crashed, and I mean, and great was the destruction thereof, I believe the Bible says. But the one that had his house built upon the rock, it didn't, it, it was untouchable, it was unmovable. And that is why a foundation in a Christian's life is so important. And that is where this podcast and this direction of this ministry is going. Because what we want to do is we want to go back to the beginning, back to that, like, uh, I believe that was that, uh, that uh, Christian group for him that used to sing that song about the basics of life. Bring me back to the basics of life. And that's talking about the basics of Christianity, going back and understanding and bringing those concepts out. Not only are we going to talk about them, we're going to teach them, but we're going to, we're going to discuss them. We're going to have people, and then, so the podcast, what I envision, and it could change, 
But what I envision is that what we're going to do is we're going to start off with, we're going to have teaching on the basic concepts and deal with the basic topics each time that we come with the podcast. But we're also going to, I'm going to invite some ministry friends, pastors, evangelists, teachers, um, laymen, what you know, all sorts of different guests that come, and we're going to talk here. We're going to talk. I'm going to have discussions. I'm going to let them talk. We're going to talk about church. We're going to talk about con. Um, what do you call it? Christian education in the church. We're going to talk about Sunday school. We're going to talk about what are they doing and what are, what is happening in this world, and how can we be a solution to this problem. And that's what this podcast is all about. That's what we're trying to do here. And, uh, and uh, let me give you a little bit of basic background about who I am. Steve Madden, no, I'm not the guy with the shoes, even though I do wish I had his, uh, his uh, income. But the, um, I'm, I'm the guy who's talking about feet, not shoes. And uh, putting your feet, feet on the rock, putting your feet on the rock. But here's my background. I have been, um, well, for, well, let me see. We've been about, my wife and I have been in ministry for at least 35 years or so. Uh, together, I would say that I'm 57 now, so it's been about 36 years since we've been in the ministry, and I've been in the ministry. We have, um, I graduated from Southern California College, which is a Assemblies of God College in Costa Mesa, California. Now they changed their name to Vanguard University. So that is what they call themselves now, but it is an Assemblies of God. And I, I graduated with a Bachelor of Arts or Bachelor degree in Biblical Studies and Pastoral Ministries. And I had a minor in music. Music, because we love music, and both my wife and I sing, and I play instruments, and we minister in music. Uh, we're currently church... Um, uh, uh, music music ministry uh, here at our church here in Georgetown, Texas, River of Life Assembly of God, and we we love music. We love to minister and all. And over these years, let me give you a little history. We have been everything from youth pastors to to children's pastors to Sunday school teachers to evangelists. We've evangelized for several years. Uh, we've been even done some ministry in uh, missions work. We have, um, uh, uh, man, uh, uh, taught Sunday school. We have preached. I've preached all over Texas, California, Illinois. De uh, we went to the Dominican Republic, and, and that was just an amazing, amazing time. And we ministered with other people as well as our, just the two of us. And uh, over these years, I mean, we've, we've been in ministry, like I said, for a good 35, 36 years. And um, at this point in my life, I, of course, I'm a programmer by nature. I'm a software programmer. Uh, that's my day job. But also, just like um, Jesus and just like Paul, I had to mend my tents. And I had to, uh, like Jesus, who was a carpenter, I, I'm a programmer. But at the same time, we're ministers of God, and we want to make an effect, and we want to be a solution for those issues that are going on in the Christian church today, and we want to minister the Lord Jesus and, and bring him about to people and, and uh, lead them to the Lord as well. So that, that kind of wraps it up. 
Um, I'll have my wife on here sometimes, so we'll get a, a, you'll get to know her a little bit better, and we'll we'll talk about uh, different things in that regard. So, alrighty, let's let's go ahead and let's switch some gear now. And what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and talk today. Today's subject is what I call what I titled it: born or baked. Now, my wife was a little concerned about the title here on this because she says, what are you talking about baked? Some people are going to start thinking that you're talking about using drugs or getting uh, stoned or getting high on marijuana. I said, no, I'm not talking about that. Born or baked. In uh, the month of January 2022, which I believe this is the this first broadcast is going to be making it out towards the end of 2021, uh, into the January, and our first month is going to be on salvation. We're going to talk about salvation. How is how does a person come to the Lord, or how does how is one a Christian? Are are you automatically a Christian when you're born, or do you somehow become a Christian? Like I said. Is are you born a Christian or are you baked? Now, when you talk about baked, I kind of think more in the terms of baking a cake, baking uh, some sort of a meal or some sort of a food item, in that there has to be preparation, there has to be the right ingredients, the right timing, the timer is set to the right timing, and when it comes out, it's baked. It's a it's a product. It's something that is uh, happens, and there you go. So. Let's let's let me read a scripture here. In Ephesians chapter 2, we're looking at verse 8 and 9. The Bible says, "For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast." And what does that say? That was us telling us that we are saved through faith by grace. And that not of yourselves, it's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So let's take it at what it's saying here. Now, what he's talking about is that you cannot achieve salvation through your own means. You cannot, you know, you cannot, you know, some people used to do it. Well, if my good outweighs my bad. Now, you can't, you can't uh, with God, that's not the way it is. First of all, it talks about grace and that you're saved through faith. And that's the grace of God. We're talking about the grace of God. God, I mean, God did not have to allow us to be saved. When Adam, back in the day, gave turned the keys over to Satan uh, in the book of Genesis, as we read, in that he, he ate of the fruit, and uh, in that, he made a conscious decision to do what he was going to do. And as the Bible said, that not a, through the first Adam came sin and all that, through the second Adam came salvation. And that was, of course, the death of the Lord Jesus and how he shed his blood on Calvary for our sins. And so we, we through faith, that, that not of yourselves is a gift of God. So we cannot do enough good. To be saved, we can't do enough good to be saved, and it's and it is a gift of God. It said so. It's a gift. Somebody gives you a gift. You don't necessarily deserve it, but you're given it. 
How many of you have, somebody has given you something, man, and you know, something really good. It surprised you and say, wow, wow, this is amazing. Well, that's what God did for us. He gave us an amazing gift, not a works lest any man should boast. So in other words, you can't go around telling people, well, I got myself saved. I got myself into heaven. No, 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 that's not how it works. And if you think that you're going to be able to do enough good to make it to heaven, I'm sorry, but you are sadly mistaken. You can do, you can give to every every charity and, and uh, that there is in this world. You can uh, walk how many people across the street. You can, uh, you know, you know, you may you may have a lot of money and you can just give money out and hand. You may donate to the church. You may go to church and pay that tithe that they're talking about there and that we talk about in the church and give that all your life. You could go to church with a smile on your face and go there every Sunday to do your bit for God every Sunday. Yet you could yet you may still go to hell. Why? Well, it's not you see and that's another we'll talk about that later, but it's a decision to either go to heaven or hell. It's not it's not, well, God's going to send you to hell. No, you know, you, God doesn't send people to hell. You send yourself. You make a decision to go there. I make a decision to go there if I don't become a Christian, if I'm not saved. So, all righty, let, let's, let's, let's turn about here, and I'm going to read another scripture here. <coughs> Excuse me. Out of John chapter 1. It's talking about John the Baptist, or... It says, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. And uh, it goes on, okay, verse 12 is what we're going to get down to. It said, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Now there, um, let me see, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God, born of God. Now here, what it's talking about in John chapter 1, and verse 12, it says, as many as received him. Now in the former verse, we talked about that it, it, you receive salvation through faith. Number one, faith. Now here in verse 12 here, it says, but as many as received him. So you have to receive him. <coughs> Excuse me. To them he gave the power to become sons of God. <coughs> so bottom line, you're not born a Christian. I have run into many people, and I've actually talked to people that thought that they were born Christians. Because, well, my, my, when, I, when, when I was born, mom took me to the, the church, and they baptized me. They sprinkled my head with water in a baptism, and they, there was a dedication. They dedicated that child to the God. But then they dedicate the child to God, and they said, well, okay, good. He's saved now. Well, here's the thing. If, if that was the case, then God, the Bible here, when it said that you had to become a son of God, when do you become a son of God? And we're going to jump over to Romans in just a couple minutes, but I want, to, I want to drive that point home. At what point do you become a son of God? 
And the thing is, like I said, you're not born. You come out of the the chute, you know, and uh, and you're born to your mom. There you go. You're no, you're not a Christian at that time. You have to, as the as the Bible is saying here, you have to receive Him. You have to have faith in Him, and you have to become a son of God, even to them that believe on His name. Now here you go. Here's another another facet. You have to believe on the Lord Jesus. Now, if you're over there and saying, well, I don't believe in God, well, you've already lost the battle there, buddy. You've already lost the battle. You say the Bible the Bible clearly states the fool has said in his heart that there is no God. Now, you don't believe in God. I mean, how could you believe in Jesus? You can't. There's not, because Jesus was fully God. He was fully God and fully man when he was he is on this earth. He is second person in the Trinity. And so if you don't believe in God, <laughs> you're surely not going to believe in Jesus. So that, that I mean that, that that's already there. But okay, so let's let's for the sake of time and all that cuz we're this only a 30 minute telecast is what we're going to do is we're going to jump over to Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10. And let's get it into the King James Version here so we can read this here. Verse 9 and 10 says this, that if thou shalt confess, or you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in your heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. There has to come a time in your life that you believe in Jesus and you acknowledge and you have an encounter with God and with Jesus to where you become saved. And here's the key. If you shall confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord or the Lord Jesus. So it's confessing. It's saying, listen, I believe that Jesus is <clears throat> the Son of God, I believe he died for my sins upon the cross. We go all the way back to the, the cross and through Jesus being here on earth and he was crucified of men. He died, he was buried, and then three days later he was ra raised or he rose again from the dead. You believe that. You actually believe it. Not you say you believe it because you want your girlfriend uh, to like you better. You don't say that you believe it because you want mom to be happy or your parents to be happy or you want to get in good with somebody else. That's a manipulation. You say you want to believe in Jesus. No, you do it because you want to believe. And you actually, hey, I believe that Jesus is real. I believe that he died on the cross and that uh, in, I believe it in my heart. And it says, and shall believe in your heart that God hath raised him from the dead. It's a heart thing. It's not just a head thing. It's not a mouth thing. It's a heart thing. It has to go deep inside of you. And, uh, and God, that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Okay? For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made to salvation. Now here we go. Heart and mouth. Heart and mouth. So 
When somebody asks you, are you a Christian? Well, you're going to tell them, yes, I'm a Christian. I boldly say, well, you don't have to go into I boldly say because you want to impress and look how spiritual you are. But you say, yes, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe he died for my sins. I believe that he's coming again. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff you have to believe. You have to grab a hold of it with your life. You have to make a decision. And at that particular point, when you make that decision, then you become a son of God. But you're not, you see, you're not baked yet. <laughs> you're not baked yet because it takes a lot to make a Christian. You are you start as a Christian, and just like, and then if we go back to, to John chapter 3, John chapter 3 kind of explains it as this. <coughs> Jesus said to Nicodemus, you remember that guy, and Nicodemus came to him by night, and he says, what must I do to be saved? And Jesus said, well, you must be born again. <clears throat> born again. What does it mean to be born again? Well, again means a second time or another time. And the way Jesus explained it is he said, when you, were in your, when you were born from your mother, of course, your mother had you and you were born in the natural. You were born in the natural. So you're born uh, here in this earth, here, you see you, you're walking around, you're a baby, you're sucking your thumb, you're sucking on a bottle, you grow, and you're, you're born as a baby, and there you go. But then, he says, there, there's not only born of the natural, but you're born of the spirit. So there's a second time that you are born again, or born, which is born again. So that that exhibits the time that you make a decision for Jesus. And you say, I believe that he died for me. I believe with my heart that he was raised from the dead. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. I believe I want him in my life. I'm going to follow him. I'm going to serve him. You make a decision. And you see, that decision that you make needs to be unmovable, unstoppable. One of the questions I asked uh, several, I don't know how long ago it was, but one time we were preaching and I asked the question, I looked at the, the people and I said this, I said, tell me, is there anything, tell me the one thing that could happen in your life that would turn you away from God? Could it be somebody's death? Could it be the loss of all your possessions? Could it be somebody does something bad to you or robs you or beats you or whatever? Could it? What is that one thing that could happen to you that would make you turn away from God? And they almost looked at me and I said, now if you can think and you can put your hand on that particular thing or point out that particular thing, you need to go back and re-examine your foundation. You need to re-examine your foundation. Why? Well, the reason is this, is because nothing should be more important or should be able to tear us away from God in our commitment and our dedication to Jesus Christ. You know, a lot of people talk about... <clears throat> You know, what happened if this country gets turned over by, you know, to certain people and they come and they tell you that you cannot serve God anymore or, you know, or else we're going to kill you. 
and, or you're going to take your life. And he said, well, I'll die for Jesus. I'll die for Jesus. It kind of reminds me of what Jesus, uh, Jesus encounter with uh, Peter, I believe it was. And he said, oh, Lord, I'll die for you. I'm going to go, you know, and all that. And he looked at him. He says, before the night's over, you're going to deny me three times. And that's what happened. Peter denied him three times because we are all exuberant when we're in the moment. But when the moment is over, and when it when the lights are gone, the the we're all the hype of the of the music and the praise and the worship and all the ministry and everything else is gone. At that point in time, your true nature will be able to be told. Your character comes out. That's what character is. It's in those times when life comes at you in a bad way. <clears throat> Something happens to you or, or happens that could really shake your foundation. At that point, how are you going to respond? Are you going to say, man, I'm going to, I give up on Jesus. I'll give up. I don't want none of this. I used to go to church. I'll give up on church. I don't want to go to church anymore. Or are you going to say, listen, I don't care. And just like Job said, Job uh, in, the, in the Old Testament said this. He says, though he slay me, still I will trust him. And Job is an amazing character because he had his wife to go over there telling him, why don't you just curse God and die? Why don't you just curse God and die? You know, I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That would be something to, to have other people around you telling you to turn away from God. Are you going to turn away from him? If somebody says, well, I'm not going to be your friend or I'm not going to be your husband or your wife or I'm, I'm going to jump out of a relationship with you if you don't turn your back on God. At that point, we truly can tell how strong your foundation is. How strong your foundation is. Well, I'll tell you what, our time is up, but um, it, it's been good to, to uh, go over through this first podcast. Baked, or what is it, Born or Baked? Next week, we're going to come again. We're going to go back at it. There's some medical, I'm going to have some guests here, uh, and we're going to discuss that type of thing, is that there are people out there that think that they're Christians, but are they truly? And then that, those verses that say, narrow is the way that leads to life, and few there be that find it. Broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many there be that go in thereat. Now, that's something to think about. That's something to think about. How, why did Jesus say that? And with all this mega churches and everybody saying they're Christians and all that, are they really Christians? Well, we'll find out. We're going to talk about that next week. God bless you, and we will we will uh, talk to you next week. If you want to uh, to write us, um, email us at Steve at feetontherock.org. Steve S T E V E at feedontherock.org, and we will see you next week, or we'll talk to you next week here on the podcast. God bless you.